Look, I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. But I'm only going to get this one chance. Just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen. But I don't know what. If that means what I think it means, we're in trouble. Big trouble. And if he is bananas, as you say, I'm not taking any chances. You are just one of the I'm Ron. This is Braden. Welcome to Commanders Uncensored. Yo, I was going to go easy, just like the beginning said. I was going to go easy, and I wasn't going to hurt anybody's feelings. I've always tried to be nice, and I've always tried to be all, Hey, guys, hey, Brayden, how are you? Good morning, good afternoon. Now, nah, I'm getting right after it, because you know what? I'm pissed off right now. How you doing, Bray? I'm good. Why are you all mad? Well, I'm a little bit mad because we have a jerk-off owner. So, I'm so... <sighs> Let me take a breath. Let me try to... So... I go online and I see the uh, Washington Commanders are um, waiving fees, right? Um, so for 24 hours, there's no fees for all games. Now, this is the second time that they've done this. But this is all bullshit. They did this earlier in the year. Don't get confused. They're not cutting you a break. In case you guys don't know what happened yesterday, Dan Snyder had a meeting with the um, like the Maryland Gaming Commission, he's trying to get a sports book put into FedEx Field. He wants legal gambling, and basically they've came back and said, "Well, you know, the attendance really isn't that great. Why in the hell would we put a sports book in something that there's just no one going to?" Right? Mm-hmm. He says, "Well, we have our franchise quarterback now, so we expect the uh, attendance to go up." Bold statement. And an ass statement. Yeah. How do you think RG3 feels? How yeah. do you think Kirk Cousins feels? How do you think Heineke? How do you think any of these quarterbacks feel? So now all your shit is on one person. We got a franchise quarterback. But the franchise quarterback has already been cut by two other teams. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, I don't. Just another way to market. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah, it's just the best way to market. I mean, we hope for a franchise quarterback, but like you said, I mean, it's kind of a dumb, dumb statement. It's 100% him just trying, he's trying to create a frenzy, right? So, let's simplify this. He went to somebody and said, this is what I want. They said, well, this is the problem. Okay, so in this situation, the problem is the attendance isn't well. The very next day, what does he do? He says... You know, well, Wentz is our franchise quarterback. Like He's the savior, I guess. And the attendance is going to go up. And then what does he do? He waives fees for the games. So at least he's finally smart enough to think, well, how can I put people in the seats? Well, how about if I lower the price of the seats? Okay. Um, but I got to be completely honest. 
If I'm Carson Wentz right now, I'm pissed off. Not why. Why? Yeah. He just said franchise quarterback. Do you know what just came out today as well, a little bit later? Mm-hmm. Guess who is going to play 15 to 20 snaps in the preseason? Let me say that again. The preseason game on Saturday. The home game on Saturday. I mean, dude, there's not really that big of a skill gap between Carson Wentz and Heineke. Like, it's not like we have Tom Brady on our sidelines. What does that got to do with anything? He's not guaranteed a spot. He's not, just because he's getting paid more don't mean he's any special than anyone else. No, he is guaranteed to be the starter. There is not one starting quarterback in the NFL that is going to play 15 to 20 snaps week one. It has nothing to do. Go ahead. You you, you had you go ahead. Well, I'm just say. saying he he threw three interceptions in practice. People were talking about like I just don't think it's that big of a deal if he plays 15 snaps. Like, so what if he gets hurt? If he gets hurt, he gets hurt. He got hurt every year he's been in the NFL. He's bound to get, if you know, if that's what you're scared about. Well, and he has to play a whole regular season that has 17 games in it. So you're worried about 15 plays? That half of them are probably going to be run plays? You're missing my point. This is all the freaking... This is the circus. This is the bullshit. This is the three... Re- Come out and look at... The bearded lady. Come out and look at the diving donkeys. This is all a freaking circus controlled by Dan Snyder. He told Ron Rivera, yo, I'm cutting the freaking fees. I want to put ass in seats. Guess what else I'm going to do? I'm going to say our starting quarterback is going to play because I want to get as many people as there as I can because I want that sports book. This is all it's about. He doesn't care about Carson Wentz. He doesn't care about you, and he don't care about me. Well, who really cares? Who really cares? It's Carson Wentz. Like, I don't care what kind of circus he has going on. Wentz is like, I don't, I don't, I don't think, you know, if you want to put people in seats and promote money by putting your starting quarterback in there. And your starting quarterback's not much better than your backup. Who really cares? No one else is doing that. that. Like, you protect. If he really cared about this team, and he really thought the end goal is a Super Bowl, let okay. Let me tell you a little bit about the stories that have come out about Dan Snyder and FedEx Field. I've heard it was dirt, right? That was, it wasn't even grass. There was, that field was so bad, they had people paint it green. Like, there were spots, so when the cameras were, you know, shining there, it looked kind of blended in. There was not even grass, You're talking about a professional billion-dollar 
NFL team that can't have an outdoor stadium where you're in the greatest climate for perfect grass growing. You can't have grass that's on the field. Do you realize Arizona, which is in a desert, which is a dome stadium, and they actually pull their stuff out of the stadium when the game's not going on and they push it back in when it is going on, has better grass turf than Washington's outdoor stadium, that's pathetic. I agree. You got Jalen Hurts walking out the tunnel last year. Fans fall down on him because he had plastic zip ties. That's pathetic. That was pathetic, but it was also kind of funny watching. You got people trying to watch a game, and I I don't know if it's the sewer. I don't know where the water came from, but all of a sudden, water was, and I want to say poopy water, but hey, I'll just give them a break and I'll say water. You're watching, an, you're at a NFL. You're not at a high school game. You're not at a XFL game. You're not at a USL. You're at an NFL football game. And you got all of a sudden water just spewing on you because the pipes broke. Dan Snyder is a slumlord. Yeah. He's a slumlord and he just is all about money. It's all about money with him. And I'm, 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 I've had his back for a long time because he said he would never change the name. He changed the name. I got nothing else for him. What he, he, he changed the name. He's run this franchise completely in the ground. And now he just is, you know, his franchise quarterback is basically his donkey. And he's just whipping him. Get out there. Get out there. Go put on the show. A preseason game, it doesn't matter. And I already knew you blow out your ACL before, but hey, I don't care. Get out there. Get out there. No one else in the NFL is doing it, but I don't care. I mean, I don't. I agree in a way. I see where you're coming from, but we're the Washington Commanders. We, they haven't made the playoffs in how many years? They don't. We don't even know if we're coming in first place this year in the division or what. Like, there's no lock spot. It's a bunch of mysteries and question marks this year, and I think I just don't think like injuries is that big of a concern when you know you're talking about 15 plays. But and I don't. I don't think you know Dan Snyder trying to use players for marketing is that big of a deal anyway right now either. Like, yeah, sounds bad or whatever, but. We just, I mean, they just completely rebranded the team, changed the name and everything, so you got to kind of expect it. Let me tell you about how a good, I don't even want to say team, I'll just say a good company, right? A good company runs where their employees feel valued, their employees feel like they're protected, I actually, I'll tell you a personal story as well. So, Washington offered no fees earlier this year. 
and I tried to buy some tickets to go down to the game and it was trying to charge me a fee. I reached out to, and I will not name the person's name, but she works for the ticket and she's on Twitter and she's well known. And I said, hey, look, this is the situation. I tried to get section so-and-so, seat so-and-so, and it was trying to charge me a fee. Most good, now if you take Amazon, Walmart, it's like your good companies, I'm guessing the, re- the, the response to I tried to purchase this with no fees and I'm guessing their response would have been, I'm sorry for the inconvenience and I see those seats are still available. Let me go ahead and give you those seats for no fees, right? But no. Do you know what the response that I got was? The response that I got was, yes, we refunded their money back to anyone who tried to get it with no fee. It's not that they got the seat with no fees. We just get, if they chose not to buy it, we just gave them their money back. Yeah. Which sounds like a scam to me. Like, isn't that the whole bait and hook scam? Like, hey, it's no fees. Oh, it was a fee. And if we get 50% of those people to not ask for their money back, then guess what? That's a profit. Way to go, Dano. Yeah, it's... I don't agree with that part, obviously. I mean, that's just how he's always been, that, like, jerk person forever. But on the Carson Wentz thing, I don't think it's that big of a deal. (laughs) It is. He shouldn't be out there. The first preseason game. No one else is doing it. You know, Tom Brady just left the Buccaneers and won't be back till like preseason's over. Yeah, but and no other quarterback can do that besides him. Like that's the type of respect he got in the league. But they're still not playing them either. Yeah, that, that's why I said if I even said if we had Tom Brady, I wouldn't play him. No, they're not playing their starters. Lamar Jackson didn't play. Jalen Hurts ain't going to play. Dak ain't going to play. But who cares? Jalen Hurts needs to play because he ain't going to be ready by week one. It's whatever. I'm just saying, look around the league. Show me all these teams that are playing their starters. It's If you can't agree, it's really nothing to do with the player. It's nothing to do with where they're at. It's... He just met with a sports book who is complaining about the attendance. And this is all on him. He created this problem, and now he's trying to sell a solution. So now it's, well, get out there and work. He's putting more work on them for the mistakes that he has made. By having them play in a game he gets they're getting paid to do? Like, come on. It's easy to say that now, but like I said, if he all of a sudden gets hurt and he can't play for the rest of the year, was that worth it? No. That's my point. Well, 
I look at it as he's known for being injury prone. And so he shouldn't play. Well, I look at who really cares because I honestly think he's going to get injured anyway this season. <laughs> but it's better to during the season than during the preseason, my man. Yeah, but I feel like it's going to happen either way. So, but I, yeah, it's whatever. I don't. Yeah, like I said, fifteen plays, twenty plays, one quarter. That's fine. All right, whatever. I'm off of that. I'm trying to calm myself down. I'm starting to get a little hot headed here, so I gotta we gotta we gotta switch gears here. Um so Washington fired their um defensive line coach, Sam Mills. And I know I saw on social media a lot of people were going for the well, or they thought and of course I kind of I was on that train too. Like, I really like Warren Sapp. I really like Ryan Kerrigan. But let's be honest here. That's not going to happen. You don't take someone who's not even on the coaching staff and bring them. Like, that's just not going to happen. Um, I do believe. I do believe. I mean, exactly what is going on. So, Ryan Kerrigan is helping out because Ryan Kerrigan does not know if he wants to coach. And I think Ron Rivera is giving him that opportunity to just like hang out and see how it goes. He's not going to become a coach on this staff. He's almost like an intern, right? Like, Hey, you think you might want to get into it? I will provide you with the opportunity to, you know, to, you can sit in in the meetings. You can come out on the field. You can participate. But he's not going to be hired mm-hmm. this season, at least, right? Yeah, to be a coach yeah. on this team or any other team. You're, you're. It's too late. The preseason has already started. Everyone has their coaching staffs. They're set. Yeah. So if somebody gets fired, you just promote somebody within. Mm-hmm. Um. Warren Sapp will, as I am 100% thinking, I love that idea, right, of Warren Sapp coming in here because, once again, he's just a great speaker, kind of a great motivator, was a good football player, and I think he would 100% motivate, and I think he would get a lot of production out of the defensive line but when you look at the trouble that the um, Redskins slash football team slash commanders have been in over the years, a lot of that really uh, comes down to just really just being sleazy and mistreating women. Warren Sapp was fired from the NFL Network. Um and the charges, I believe, he was trying to um, solicit prostitution and had assault against women. Mm. Those charges don't really line up well with a, well, let me, maybe those charges line up really well with Dan Snyder's whole agenda. Yeah, and if he didn't get busted, maybe he would say, hey, you're my guy. Yeah, dude, who do you know? Bring him over. More cheerleaders. <laughs> bring, bring, 
Bring them all over. I don't know. Hey, I know a couple myself, you know? Yeah. But now that someone blew the whistle on it, I don't think that can happen right now. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I think it would be, like, we, you know, you get, like, some quarterbacks and stuff that go into, like, coaching, like, offensive coordinator and stuff. I wonder for a defense alignment, like, that's like people great like Ryan Kerrigan or Warren Sapp. Like I wonder if they can really make an impact on young players like Chase Young and stuff versus like a regular NFL D line coach. Because obviously those guys know what they're doing. They're professional coaches. But I wonder what's the difference between like the professional D line coaches and the Hall of Fame ones like or the Hall of Fame players that try to become coaches. Like, I wonder how that would work out in performance wise like any better worse or I don't I yeah I um I think it doesn't really matter what you've done because you can look at it right like you look at somebody like Bill Belichick and people would say he's the best coach of all time maybe possibly I don't anybody in that argument but he he never played in the NFL mm-hmm and if you look at any sport, it doesn't matter if it's baseball, football, basketball, I would say, has there ever been a coach that was considered the best coach of all time and he was also considered the best player of all time? I think a lot of coaching is built. So it's building, right? It's taking a person. It's taking a team it's evaluating that team and getting to know each and every person on that team on an individual basis and then knowing their strengths and then incorporating that strength to your team instead of trying to just tell them what to do, kind of make them look better than their overall like and all put together. Right, and and I've told you a hundred times, like, you can't take, so, you can't take, like, a Tom Brady run offense, right, and then throw Lamar Jackson in there and say, Lamar Jackson, run this offense. And you can't take a Tom Brady and throw him in a Lamar Jackson offense and say, I want you to run. That just doesn't make sense. You have to know what your players do well, and then you... That's how you coach them, right? So, yep. what do they do well? That's how I'm going to call my plays. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of it, you know, it's ex- ex- exactly. So, I, I, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, will they make Will Kerrigan or Will Warren Sapp make great defensive coordinators? I don't know. Yeah. But I'm very, and I'm more so interested. I got to believe, I, I, it's... Warren Sapp, just because I think a lot of coaching is being able to get people to follow you and the way that he just talks. I just think he has that personality where people will follow. It, it, that is, coaching is, it's almost, it's, I almost want to say politics, but it's, man, it's speaking. A lot of coaching is speaking and it's just getting a room to follow you. Yeah, I agree. And I think um I think Warren Sapp 
like, yeah, like you said, has more potential and is more exciting than Ryan Kerrigan. But, like, if you're comparing the two for, like, you know, D-line spot for Washington or defensive coordinator, I, I don't – I think I'd take Warren Sapp over any other team, but since it's Washington, you know, Kerrigan has a great name in Washington, so I think it'd be hard to beat that. But, you know, he's not as entertaining or probably fired up as Warren Sapp, but he definitely knows a lot and has a lot of respect for him. I actually think the way – that Ron Rivera is doing this is 100% perfect. You fire a guy, you promote the guy who's right, you know, under him. He's in the organization. You allow Warren Sapp to come in as a guest speaker, whatever you want to call him, a guest coach, and Kerrigan, a guest coach. Or a guest. So there's, you're still getting that value of them yeah. talking to your team without actually having them on your staff. I I I, mm-hmm. I I I hope that they do this all year. I am a 100% loving what he's doing with that. Yeah. I think it's great. It is. Um lastly, I just want to talk about the um quarterback position. So now 2 days ago, I guess it was, it was, you know, Wentz looks horrible, Wentz is inaccurate and then today like I said, it's kind of awfully convenient, right? He's no fees, and Carson Wentz is going to play in the meaningless preseason game, and Carson Wentz looks great, and he's sharp. I only heard that today or yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, But there is a name that I have heard this whole time that is actually looking good. And it's not only from the Washington fans. I saw, I believe it was a Pittsburgh fan who said, wow, Kenny Pickett does not look very good. And I wanted Sam Howe in the first round. And Washington got him, and he looks way better than mm. Kenny Pickett. And the cra- Yeah, Washington got him at like third, fourth, fifth round, something crazy like that. Yeah, it was it was uh late in the draft. That is crazy though. Like he seriously could have been like I mean, you know, he probably wasn't gonna be the number one well, he wasn't the number one quarterback taken, but there was a like he was like in the argument for being in like the top five quarterbacks taken, especially like two years ago before right. he kinda dropped off his last season, but he was really taking over that the quarterback in the class. He was supposed to, two years ago, he was supposed to be a first-rounder. Yeah. Right. So what ha- he went from a first-rounder to all of a sudden not being talked about really at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching a little bit of the, and I believe it's still going on, so maybe, you know, as this game is going on, I may be made to look stupid, but I'm watching a little bit of the Ravens and Titans game. And Malik Willis for the Titans, right? Mm-hmm. That's he um he's looking like straight up booty cheese right now. I haven't even watched like the game really, so I can't can't say anything. Once again from what everyone else is saying, I mean it sounds like Sam Howe's playing better than him. 
Sam Howell's playing better than Kenny Pickett. Sam Howell may very well, depending on how this season goes, I I think he's got a future regardless. Like, either Wentz is going to, like we said, stumble, and they will go to Sam Howell early. And Mm -hmm. from everything that I saw, Sam Howell is throwing a great deep ball. Sam Howell has zip on it. Um, and if he, if he's not going to, you know, and if Wentz looks great and if Wentz, you know, takes over, well, then that's just a good trading block, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I think Sam Howell, for where he was like taken in such a late round, I think being, I think he can be a, make his career as an NFL backup for sure. Like, I think that's set in stone. I think he's good, but I think he has, you know, potential. To be a starting quarterback, you know, maybe, but I think I can I can see him in the league for like a Colt McCoy kind of player. Like he ain't gonna be out of the league, you know, after his rookie contract. I can see him sticking on a team for about ten years or so, and you know, maybe he will get better. Maybe I think I think at least he'll always be a backup though, because he has the basics. It feels like. Don't shoot the messenger, and I have not heard one person say this yet, but I like to be. The football god. And I'm normally right. Okay. I'm going to give you a comp. I think Sam Howe comps to Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. I don't... I don't... I don't know. I don't see that. Why? I just never thought Drew Brees like uh, Drew Brees is reminding me of a checkdown guy kind of or like Do you realize Drew Brees is probably going to the Hall of Fame? Yeah. You Drew Brees is one of the great Drew Brees is a great quarterback. Yeah, I just don't think I just don't see the similarity though. Okay. That's fine. I mean, I hope I hope he's like Drew Brees. That means he turned out way better than Wentz. You know, that draft that draft Trading was nothing. We got someone better. Because Drew Brees was a guy that no one expected anything from. Oh, yeah. And Drew Brees actually had a stronger arm than most people gave him credit for. And he had nice touch on the deep ball. He was smart. He could move around in the pocket. Wasn't really a runner. Could run, but, you know, just moved well. And he could throw deep, put air on it, and he could put a little zip on it. Mm-hmm. I, that that's my comp, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean it's not terrible, but I wouldn't say Drew Brees. But well, then who would you say? Say it then. Ah, uh, you got me right on the spot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh maybe like a Justin Herbert, but like no, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wow. I don't know. Okay. Hey. <laughs> I I def I I'll take a second string Justin Herbert, I guess. I mean, yeah. whatever that looks like. And I take a second string Drew Brees. <laughs> We're a mix between the two. All right, yeah, let's end this thing. I'm done anyway, unless you got something else you want to go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I got nothing else. All right, everybody. This has been 
Commanders Uncensored. So long, farewell, I'll be just saying goodnight. I hate to go and leave this pretty sight.